can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. counts down differently. Anyway, welcome to the show, everyone. This is the Talking Pools podcast. I'm Andrea. I am Rudy Stankwitz, and I just wanted to say thank you for tuning in with us, for listening to the show. We appreciate you coming and joining us each week. It really means a lot to us, and that's why we do what we do. This week, I wanted to start with a question. If you could, just hear me out, If you could, and this applies to you too, Andrea, if you could sell your swimming pool business, whatever business it is, that it doesn't even have to be a swimming pool business if you're listening and you own some other type of business as well. But if you could sell your pool company or your business, just sell it right now, make enough money that you could move on to a boat sailing the world, would you do it? It doesn't have to be this second. I mean, it could be this week. It could be this month. It could be this year. But is that something that you would consider doing? That's exactly what our guest this week has done. He built a business. He sold his business. It happened to be a a swimming pool supply store that also does service, I believe. But he sold his business, sold his house, packed up all of his shit and his family and put them on a 40-foot catamaran, and now he sails the world. I want to introduce you guys to Derek Todd. Hi, Derek. All right. My name is Derek Todd. I own Aquanut Academy. I previously owned a uh, large retail and service company uh, called Aquanut Pool Care. I sold it earlier this year, and um, I moved on to a 44-foot yacht and I'm happy to be here with you guys. Okay. I have to be honest with you. When I first heard you did this, my first thought was, how cool is that? Imagine you just got rid of everything. You're kind of off grid, although you're keeping in touch with everybody, but you could easily go off grid this way. You have your entire family out there on a boat, along with your dog and your cat. And you've managed so far to sail one of the seven seas. (laughs) <laughs> that is just too cool. That's true. Dude, you're like a pirate. Arr, I sold me pool company and now I'll shell the seven cheese. Arr, arr, arr. I, I picture more of a Captain Ron situation. No offense, but. And uh, you uh, talk about uh, being a pirate. Um, I'm technically classified a pirate. Um, cool. Um. I didn't want to be, but uh, it turns out when you exercise your Second Amendment rights on the water, you are considered a pirate, which is weird. So did you fire on somebody? Was there another ship trying to, like, mount you? Not mount you personally, but mount your ship? No, no. Um, If you just carry, if you just have it on your boat somewhere, even if it's in a locked box, unloaded, uh, you are considered a pirate. Just if you have the equipment, (laughs) 
I I don't know. Being a being a pirate's awesome. It's a pirate's life for for me. What there's a there's a song that says that. I don't know what it is. Yes, yes, a big shout out going down to the 729. Yeah, you know tonight where the rave's gonna be. You know how to do it. It's all about the pirate system. You get what I'm saying? You just call the number that we've given you on the flyer. Later on, there's gonna be some shit going down somewhere in the south of England. You better be there. You wanna see the sun rising to the sound of the beats. You know where it's at. It's all about the underground sound. And if you know what you're listening to, then you know where that place be right here on the number one station let's hear those people shout loud whether you're out there hoisting the jolly roger or not you're living the dream you're living your dream that's important we always say that you want to work to live you don't want to live to work you can't let work be your life there has to be something or some reason that you work aside from paying bills, paying the mortgage, buying food, medical bills, insurance, uh, car payments, all of that stuff. There should be something bigger than that. There should be some large picture, some goal that you have. And it doesn't have to be selling everything you own and moving on to a ship. It could be anything, really. It could be restoring classic cars. It could be fishing. It could be buying a larger house. It could be buying a certain type of a car that works. I'm not talking about a station car, but you know, something fancy, something that you could show off, something that you dream about. That's, that's the dream. And you did it. And that's why I wanted to have you here. Let me ask you this because, and I want to preface this by saying that I am not a licensed psychiatrist or therapist, but Derek Todd, when did you first decide that you wanted to be a pirate? It is something that I wanted to do. Ever since I was about eight, um, I came from a, uh, uh, let's just call it a Jerry Springer background. My family was messed up. Um, and uh, you should use expletives there to explain that. So when I was eight, I realized, okay, I am in a messed up place and I want something better for my kids. And I didn't just want my kids to learn about the pyramids, which you went to and learned about the Great Wall of China, um, Giza, the Mayan ruins, all of these wonderful places, right? The seven wonders of the of the world from books, which is what most of us do, right? Um, so I wanted to be a better father than I ever had. I wanted to have a better uh, family atmosphere for my children than I had. Um, and I just d decided that I was going to outwork everybody to achieve that goal. And it started when I was when I was eight. Of course, I was eight. I had no clue what that meant. Um and then uh, whenever I was six, 16, I came up with a couple of things, a couple of ideas. Um, and then I, you know, I I remember driving down this uh, road called T.C. Walker Road in Vir Virginia with my best buddy, Rich. And uh, I said, dude, I will be a millionaire and I do not care what I have to do to make that happen. It doesn't matter if I have to sell whatever. Um I am going to be a millionaire. Um, and again, I had no idea. 
I just made the decision to do it. And then I made the decision right. Just happens to take me two decades to make it happen. But two decades later. I get that. I understand having that goal. I like to travel. That's my thing. My wife and I, we go somewhere on some adventure every year. And that's what I work toward. That's the light at the end of the tunnel. That's my goal. That's my dream. I want to see the world. And so far, we've been to, you know, the regular places, Puerto Rico, Italy, Ireland, England, but we've also been and spent some time up in the Arctic Circle, the Galapagos Islands, Transylvania, Budapest. And just last week, I came back from Giza. I wanted to see the pyramids in Egypt, and we took a Nile tour, and I held a Nile crocodile and went to a Nubian village, and so many different pyramids. And I absolutely love that my wife, Joy, and I get to experience these things together, because not only am I seeing the world, I'm seeing the world with her, and that just adds so much more to it. And that's that's what I shoot for. So I don't know, I don't know where I'm going next. We usually take a little bit of time to figure it out, but... Let me ask you this, and I'm going to ask you to be honest with me, because nobody hits a home run their first time up at bat. It just doesn't happen. Failure is part of success. So how many times did you fail before you built that successful business, before you built that business that you could sell that could enable you to have this life that you have? I always tell people, it's not that you fall. It's whether or not you get back up, that's what makes you who you are. So tell me, how many times did you have to get back up? I have owned um, over 15 companies. Uh, I think I currently own four LLCs um, and I've tried all kinds of stuff. And of course, when you own 15 companies, the vast majority of, of those, when you don't have a mentor, when you don't have a counsel, guide, nothing, they a lot of them failed and failed spectacularly um i had a uh, i had a sign company me with a another guy and the guy looked at me one day we had a retail store and he said derek this is too much like a job and i didn't know what to say to that and that started what i can only dis- describe as a very bad divorce um it got ugly and I lost, uh, I lost everything, which was you know about thirty thousand dollars, which was about forty thousand uh, dollars more than I had. <laughs> so um, anyway, it was it, it was it was bad. Uh, Partner partnerships can be rough when they don't dissolve amicably. And you're right; it's like a divorce. Yeah. Sometimes you know you wish they'd just go away. Going back to uh, ships, they say partnerships is the only ships that don't sail. <gasps> Holy crap, did you hear the news? The Talking Pools podcast now has a regular column in Pool Magazine. It is the hottest new trade mag in the industry. The edgy morning radio show style podcast with Rudy and Andrea is now on the pages of the magazine known for keeping a finger on the pulse of the pool industry. Yes, both print and digital. Download the PoolMagazine.com app on Google Play today. So, if you're listening and you've fell on your face, I've fallen on my face. I, I can't count how many times. But if you've fallen on your face, like I said, it's not over. You're not done. 
you still have that opportunity to get to your dream. We just have to tackle it a different way. But the first step is you have to get back up. And if you need to take a break, it's okay to take a break. It's not okay to quit. Because if you quit, you're never going to get there. But we can take a short break. But then you got to get back to it. We interrupt this podcast to listen to Bacon Sizzle. You took your whole family and you put the on this boat and you told me a dog, a cat, and you have three boys. Three boys. Three boys. And I, and I know your wife, so go ahead and give her a shout out. Yeah, Suzanne Todd, she is uh she is great. She she really kind of helps this whole thing. Um she's uh she's the yin to my yang. Um she really com- completes me. Okay, so I have to ask, when you told Suzanne that you're going to sell the company and move the entire family onto a boat and live in the Atlantic Ocean, what did she say? So, I I started out um Whenever we were, whenever we were courting, um, and I told her everything, right? I told her every possible negative thing about me that I, that I could, like I, I took six months and I, I spilled out everything. And I guess, um, I didn't really spill that out, uh, fully because the, the idea wasn't fully, uh, formed in my, in my head that I wanted to get a, catamaran boat and then we we started looking at it probably about four or five years ago and i just started pitching that pitching that dream over and over again and at at first she's like yeah you're bat shit crazy um this isn't gonna work this isn't gonna this isn't gonna happen um and then uh some you know catastrophes happened in life life happened so we had to move to uh, greenville and take care of her father uh for five years before he passed um and it was in that time that we bought the retail store from an an older couple that was getting out of the business um so so yeah it was a it was a long process and i'm talking years to con- convince her of this and then um we uh she she started looking uh at various boats she so actually, what you're saying is is through years of bringing up this whole live on a boat thing that somehow you managed to brainwash her <laughs> no i think that's really really cool she's she's a very awesome lady and that's really neat that you have somebody that can get on board uh literally your dream yeah so she actually flew by her self to florida well actually she had one of my one of my sons and she drove back and forth from like tampa to jacksonville and a couple other counties that i don't know uh looking at like four or five boats in the in in the two-day span then got back on a plane and came back i want to know if derek has a pirate name if he calls himself a pirate they call me derek mixkimonet but anyway like Back to the dream thing, or I don't know if we talked about this yet, but that's part of, you know, what, what you're doing, sailing around the world and pirating things, not being a pirate, whatever. Um, you know, that's something I always wanted to, not necessarily sailing, but just the financial independence aspect of it, just to be able to get out and, you know, 
sell all your shit and do whatever you want and go wherever you want and not have to worry about things like how, you know, you're going to, excuse me, how you're going to afford things, you know, like food and whatever else you might need. How do you know when it's the right time to sell and make this happen? You have your pool company, service company, retail store, whatever it is, our pool guys and pool gals that are listening, right? I'm sure this is a question that they have in their heads. I know it's a question in my head. How do you know that it's the right time to sell your business? What point do I need to get to to make selling the next step and launch into this dream of mine, this dream that they have? How will they know that they're at the right spot? You have to build a sellable business. And uh, most of the, most businesses are not sellable businesses. I built my business and I had people and systems in, in place so that my business didn't really need me. Um, and if you have a business that relies on you, well, then you don't really have a sellable business. Sure, there's a lot of people in... Florida that sell their pool routes for an astronomical amount of money. I've looked looked into the pricing, um, but that's typically not how business is is sold. Uh, that's that's called buying a job. Whereas I was selling a business, uh, right? A business with systems, uh, with people that they could just kind of come in, maybe adjust a couple of things to their way of way of working and then they could kind of step back and run it from a from afar. So you get your business to the point that it can run itself. That's the goal, right? Then you can step back. You have key players in place, but that's what makes this an attractive business to buyers. Not that they have to go out into the field with a telepole and scoop leaves. Well, you you can still sell it um, but you're going to get significantly less than um, than what you're probably wanting. I have um, I have talked to a lot of people about uh, purchasing their businesses because I purchased a, a route. I took over a route and purchased a a pool company recently. I was looking at buying a, another pool company in um, I think Athens, Georgia, and they just wanted way more than the business was worth. But a lot of people think that they have something there, but they're working in the business 90 to 80 hours per week in that in that realm. And they're like, you know what? I feel trapped and I get it. Uh, I'm the guy who wrote the article on uh, burnout in Pool Pro Magazine. I get it. It's if if you don't have systems and you can't, you can't kind of step back from your from your business. The uh, the last I don't know eight months of my of my business, I was really kind of being lazy, staying at at home and just kind of you know hanging out with the uh, kids, hanging out with friends. And when I was uh, needed, I'd go in, go out on a on a on a route, train some people. Um, and I loved working the retail, so I always worked on Saturdays, but I didn't need to. Well, it's debatable on whether or not we'd call that being lazy. I mean, I think that's part of the dream as well, getting to stay home and getting your business to that point where you can be with the kids and stuff. And then, of course, going on this massive uh, undertaking, which, you know, 
a, it's, it's a big dream. It's a big leap. It must have been a little bit scary when you pulled the trigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It was uh, beyond beyond scary. Selling the, uh, selling the business was really scary. From the first time that we got the, uh, the uh, LOI, it was really – it was really a fearful moment because you know I got I got to the point. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell this this business after I after I do this. Well, who who am I now? Um, so that was that was something that I had to work on. And then uh, we bought this bought this boat uh, that was uh, really the kind of the biggest purchase that I've ever made, um, and uh, moved my whole family on. Onto it, the dog, the cat, they're like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to me, it sounds amazing. I mean, when you first did this, because it's not like you told your friends ahead of time, because you didn't. All of a sudden, you were just floating on a boat, which we can talk about. And Andrea's here. She's nodding her head. Yes. So it's not like anybody knew ahead of time. But all of a sudden, there's Derek. He's sailing off. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? And there he goes. And I get it. That's cool. You know, I, I wouldn't boast about things either, just in case they don't, you know, they don't come to fruition. You never know. But let me ask you this, because this is going to be something that's bouncing around in the minds of listeners, because I know it's bouncing around in my mind. Did you write down what you did? I mean, to get from that point where you're not a sellable business to where you are a sellable business. I'm hoping, I'm hoping and praying, fingers crossed, that you have this written down in some place, in some great detail, that you can share this information. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. I'm hoping, I'm hoping and praying, fingers crossed, that you have this written down in some place, in some great detail, that you can share this information. Do you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There is, there is, uh, there are systems that I have, that I've written and I've walked through the process. Um, I was probably... 2018, I I met with a um, uh, a business broker, and he went through all of my numbers, and he said, "Derek, you do not have a sellable business. I cannot sell this." So I'm like, "All right, well that that was a that was a big punch in the in the gut." So I went back. I took uh, I took my business coach, my accountant, and we all kind of huddled up, and we're like, "All right." What do we have to do to make this a sellable business? And um, it came with cutting fat, uh, came with cutting um, poor customers, uh, came with uh, honing s- systems that were that were all already there, and um, and really just taking some really good coaching. I'm I'm a firm believer that you have to have a hero. You have to have a coach and you have to have a mentor. And uh, those can be the same person, but not not always. So 
since you've done this, I guess it's a little bit more well-known that you're out there on this boat, at least amongst the people who know you. Has anybody come to you and said, hey, you know what, Derek, I want to live on a boat. Help me. Yeah. I mean, do you have anybody that you've taken under your wing to this point? I mean, I know it's been – how many months have you been out at sea? I think it's eight months. All right, so eight, Seven months, or eight somebody, months. Somebody, at least a handful of people must have come to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got an uh, email right, right before we got on this, on this call that, um, people want, uh, that this guy wants some, uh, coaching, uh, just got the email. So I have no idea who it, who it is or what they, what they need. I've, uh, I've been on a, a number of calls with, with people that, um, uh, they, they're, they're, they're not ready for, for my level of, of uh, coaching because I don't really plan on teaching people how to install a pump because everybody knows that pretty much everybody listening to your podcast here knows how to install a pump, knows how to put a, put a filter in, but I'm willing to bet the majority of them do what's called checkbook accounting. And if you're doing checkbook accounting, then you don't have a sellable business. You have to have systems. The uh, the uh, whole thing is you you have to want it, and there's so many people, and I see this in the in the pool groups. They just don't want it. They want to be a one polar or a chuck in the truck type of person, and they don't want to grow beyond that. They just want to make enough money to pay their bills and buy a six pack on the weekend. There's nothing wrong with that. Those are not my customers. Um, my customers are people that want to build something more than that. The people that listen to this podcast, the people that listen to the Talking Pools show week after week, these are total pool care badasses. And I would guarantee you that there are mostly people here who do want it. They have that hunger. They have that desire. They want to get to that level. It might not be living on a boat, but they do want that level of success in their lives. Gets me to San Francisco just in time to catch the next boat for Yokohama. The cool thing now is going is getting a bus and actually living in a van down by the river. Um, so people are doing that and just being able to not have to worry about where, you know, necessities are coming from and not having that stress in life um, and and having more time and more freedom to spend with family or spend doing those things that you want. Um that is something that I would really love to have a goal for myself. So I wasn't ready whenever I got my first business mentor in 1999. I wasn't, I wasn't ready, but the guy named guy's name was uh, Mike and he took a buck wild testosterone filled moron and beat it into my head that I needed to be a, a better person that I didn't need to be a scumbag. And he took books like the magic of thinking big, uh, think and grow rich. Um, uh, and all these books and he shoved him in my face and he says, Derek, you're going to read this or I'm going to beat the crap out of you. You know what I mean? So Mike was a great guy and I didn't know, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but you know, you just, they often say, you know, if you wait till there's a good time, then you're never going to do it because there's never a good time. You just need to do it. Even if you're afraid, whether you're afraid, whether you think you're not ready, just do it. You got to take that step or you're never going to get there. I mean, 
that's what it's all about. So now let me ask you this now. So you said you have somebody that you've taken under your wing so far, and you have more phone calls coming in. Do you think that, you know, this venture that this adventure you went on and the reactions you're getting where, where folks are now calling you, is this lending toward a coaching business for you? Yeah, a bit. Um, to, I'll be completely honest. There was a uh, there was a first couple of months I had the I had the coaching business set up, but I was not doing a thing with it. I was too busy hanging out with my family, sailing down the 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 East Coast, getting my my certifications for sailing. I think I have three now. My my wife actually has four. <laughs> certifications for sailing um so i was not uh working the uh working the uh, business so it was just in the past couple of months that i've really kind of gotten on it because you can only be idle for so long and then you're like you know what i need to get back out there and do and do something and stop drinking uh as many peanut pina coladas on the uh bow and watching all these uh sun sunsets um i need to be i need to be doing something it sounds rough. So let me ask, let me ask this because I, I know your wife and I know she was a huge player in the success of the business. You guys are a team and you've never Absolutely. ever said anything different than that. Just in case she's listening. Um, see, I said it just like you told me, right? Checks in the mail. Me too, Derek. Anyway, you've never said she's a huge, uh, is she a huge factor in this coaching thing that you're taking on? Because, I mean, I know she has a lot to contribute as well. Is it just you? Is it both of you? Are we still the team? Yeah, we're still we're still the uh, the uh, team, but she's taking a much more backseat role in this. So um, as as far as um, whenever we take on a, a, a high level client where, where we have to go through their books, their finances and whatnot, Suzanne is very much a part of uh, of that where we go through and look at their at their books and figure out where their where their money's going. So yeah, she's she's in it, but she's not uh, the um the face, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that absolutely does. So if there's somebody listening right now and they're thinking to themselves, I want to live on a boat. All of a sudden it's like it clicks, that light bulb goes off. Because you know what? There are a lot of folks where this does become just a job. There are a lot of folks where they come into it, and you're right, they do buy into a job. You know, this is where pricing is a factor and things along those lines. Cause I know a lot of folks that when they start a service company, they're looking to replace what they were earning, not earn enough to run a business. And that's what they do. And to them, it's a raise. But maybe they're not getting everything that they need out of it. Maybe they're not going about getting the correct, getting the licensing as quickly as they should and things along those lines, just simply because, okay, well, it's down the road, it's coming instead of doing it and growing and growing and then becoming this, this thing that we can sell. So for this person that's listening now where this just clicked, I know how to get a hold of you. Andrea knows how to get a hold of you. We all know how to get a hold of you, except for my people listening. So could you tell them how to get a hold of you? All right. So, um, you know, I'm all over Facebook and whatnot, but the best way is 
uh, aquanutacademy.com. And if they want to email me, um, because the, the uh, website, as of us talking right now, is not 100% up and, up and running. One part of it is, but I need to get some more pricing up there from a different coaching packages. The best way is just Derek at aquanutacademy.com. And if you want to stalk me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you can do that too. So if you've never met a real life pirate and and you think you'd like to take your career, not your career to the next level, but you just like to, and it doesn't have to be living on a boat. It can be, you can apply this to anything that you just really want to do. Um, but again, the goal is nobody should live to work. No. I mean, nobody should. You should work to live. You going to work supports you having that life that you want. And that life that you want should not be you going to work. Right. So this can be applied to anything. It doesn't have to be specifically to a boat. To, I mean, you're not the guy that helps people get on boats. You're the guy that helps people get to their, make their dreams come true. I mean, you're kind of like Peter Pan or Tinkerbell here. I mean, not to sound, we are Captain Hook because you're the pirate. We got that thing going on. Although the pan, you know, we prefer the pan. But still, you help people to make their dreams come true. That, at least that's what you're trying to do. And we're basing this formula, this structure off of the steps that you used to make your dreams come to fruition. Correct? Correct. I don't, I don't know what to say. I was about to say, guess who's back? Back again. Andrea's back. That's our <laughs> friend. It, it, money solves just about all problems. And I know that people say money isn't everything. Money doesn't make you happy. Well, people that say that has never bought a jet ski because money can buy a, a jet ski and a jet ski makes me happy. Uh, so yes, I can help the people that want to be helped build their business to wherever they want to build it. Maybe it's not the seven, fu- seven plus figure monster that I built. Maybe it's a 10 figure business. I don't know. I can I can help them build to a certain level. And if they don't want that, um, then they, they don't want it. And I'm going to give them ed- advice based on what they're willing to take. I had a guy a couple of a couple of months back. His business is about as wonky as I've ever seen a business be structured. And I gave him some advice on how to fix it. And uh, he didn't he didn't want to do it. And I really hope that the government doesn't uh, find out about it. The How to Get Rid of Swimming Pool Algae Handbook, written by pool water chemistry expert Rudy Stankiewicz, will be the most comprehensive guide on algae prevention and remediation you will ever own. Algae is the single most encountered swimming pool problem noted worldwide, but it doesn't have to be a problem for you. Purchase your copy of the How to Get Rid of Swimming Pool Algae Handbook on Amazon today. So you're like a... um... You're like a John Taffer kind of situation where you come into someone's pool business and you're like, you're doing this wrong and this wrong and this wrong and your menu sucks. Yeah, but John Taffer yells a lot. Derek could yell. Who's John Taffer? From that uh, bar. What's it called again? The bar. uh yeah, bar that's the rescue? one. Bar rescue. Yeah, yeah, bar rescue. Or like even Gordon Ramsay when he goes into the restaurants and he's like, your menu is absolute shit and you need to change it, this, that, whatever. And the people are like, oh, but I love my meatball jelly parmesan. And it's like, 
no, dude, you need to listen right. to the chef that you just so hired. the uh, the uh, bar rescue book. I read that book. Well, actually, I, I listened to it on Audible. Fantastic book. In case anybody wants to uh, wants to listen to a business book before talking to me, that's it's a great book. Everybody wants to be a millionaire. Few people want to do the work to become a millionaire. Yeah, it's it's I can I can figure it out pretty quick. Um, at least I I think that I I think that I can. Um, a lady came to me recently, and she's like, "Listen, I want to have something that I can hand down to my children." Now we have a pain point. Now we have something that I can fight with her for. So we are now fighting for that. We're fighting for something, not just a a million dollars, a million dollars, two million dollars. Who cares? It's 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 only money. But when you have a pain point like I did, like I wanted to take my kids around the around the world, I wanted them to go to the pyramids. I wanted them to lick the damn thing so they knew what a pyramid tasted like. Now, sh- I'd like to state for the record that I did not lick the pyramids. I was going to ask Rudy. I was like, that sounds way unsanitary. <laughs> no, there was no, there were no pyramid lickings, but there is a camel named Michael Jackson wandering across the desert somewhere that may. Michael Jackson. Yeah, the camels we rode, one was Rambo and one was Michael Jackson. Oh, that's, yeah. nice. that's nice. You don't let kids ride that one, do you? It's not my camel, damn it. It was just in the middle of the desert at a pyramid. I don't know the guy's name. It was Bob. I can't tell you. He was out there with his camel. Yeah. And, and Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson and Rambo. So they were the camels. But that's the. Awesome. So now let me ask you this, though. If somebody is. What if somebody doesn't know? I mean, right now, it's like they want to feel it out. Okay. They need information. They want to feel, feel it out. They want to get an idea of what this entails. Is there. I mean, can they come to you and just chat with you about it or what's the process? Yeah. So, uh, pretty much everybody I I'll do like a, um, like a 30 minutes to one hour phone call free, uh, because I need to, I need to figure out whether or not I want to work with them also. Um, I'm not like a, um, commodity item. Like you go to, um, Walmart or something, and I want to buy a Derek. Uh, that's not how this how this works. Uh, there's people that I just don't want to work with, um, so I don't. Uh, but I I will go through. I'll have my uh, I'll have my notepad, and uh, I'll write down uh, things about their business. I'm going to ask them questions, and I'll be like, you know what? Here's here's what would be best for you. Recently, I had a guy that uh, messaged me back and forth. We were going back and forth on um, Facebook Messenger. And I'm like, you know what? Right now, the best course for you is to uh, buy my online course and go through that first. Implement what oh, I'm wait. talking about. There. Tell me about this. Because I, I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt drink. you. Drink. Shall we drink a toast? Excuse me. You know what? No. Absolutely. We're not just going to glaze over this. It's a, hey, you know what? He brought up a new topic. This isn't like when we're sitting talking about, you know, something and all of a sudden you see a shiny light over in the distance. Listen. Excuse me. Something Derek said made me want to interrupt him, but I restrained. What? Now Listen, I'm not going to remember. I want to know. That I wanted to ask him and that's all. You, you wanted know. to ask Derek. This is what you wanted to ask. You wanted to ask Derek to tell you about this online course he just mentioned. Okay. <clears throat> That's part of what it was. So let's start with that. Derek. Okay. Go ahead. Ask him. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. 
You know you want to. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. So our you'd think it was you'd think it was well, him drinking. I am drinking. I'm drinking this uh, <laughs> weird lemon concoction with honey in it. To it, you probably hear my hear my throat. I kind of sound like Barry White a little bit going on here. Cool, baby. Um, but the 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 online course it is a uh, it is a set of modules of uh, videos that I have done with uh, my wife and one other guy and we do um, we do a course on uh, buying right uh, it's uh, buying right pricing right uh, building your your team hiring right uh, and it's it, it goes over all all of that goes from the from the basics, and that's really for the for the one polar that uh, that needs some needs some guidance to uh, to get to a bit of a higher level. That course is on the uh, website, and um, I think they can go buy it now. Yeah, I have to check with my web person. Yeah, I have a I have a a story that I'd like to share after Andrea because I think it will help. That's what we're doing. Okay, good. So I had, you know, my issues at the moment where I had to make a decision for myself and my business. So uh, what we were talking about with our uh, previous episode about um, how to handle stress while running a small business, I had mentioned that uh, I had mentioned that I didn't sell the business. I just sold the routes. Um, so that was right around the same time that Derek was making his transition. And so I wasn't really ready for that offer yet, but all right. So my question for Derek is just kind of a general advice. You know, if you don't want to answer the question, that's fine. I I've heard a couple of people say that, um, in order to like achieve your goals, the first step in setting them is to be super duper clear about the goal that you're trying to achieve. So like, instead of being like, I want to make more money, I want to travel more. The advice that I heard was be super specific, be super specific. Like I want to make, you know, $5,000 extra by, you know, this period of time. I want to specifically go to this country. Would you agree with that? Or like, could you expand on that? It's a uh, little bit of both. Uh, it it works for different people. Uh, I had I had a very s- specific goal, but sometimes it's a I just don't want to hurt anymore. You know, I just I I don't want to. I I had a I had a guy that I was that I was coaching a long time ago, uh, back in I don't know two thousand and two, and his goal was he just didn't want to be homeless. He was he was homeless, and he's like, "Look, I just don't want to be homeless any anymore." Um, so, so what does that what does that mean? Well, that means you do whatever it freaking a takes to not be homeless. Um, and I don't. That's not a uh, specific. I need to make one million seven hundred eighty four thousand dollars per per year, but that is a uh, that's a pretty damn noble goal, I think. Maybe. All right. So we talked about the mentoring side of it. We talked about the website and what I can do for do for people and all that's all that's great. Let me tell you a fun story. Um, 
I've been wanting to to sail the high seas for a very long time. One of the things that I've wanted to do is sail across the the ocean, or I wanted to sail out so far that I could not see land, any boats or anybody else. It was just me. So I finally got to do that about two months ago. We were sailing down from Beaufort, North Carolina to Charleston, and we had to sail around Cape Fear. So we had to go way far out, uh, and I actually went farther out than we needed to just because I can, and I, and I wanted to. But um, our, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it happen. So um, we went out uh, 45 nautical miles, and that's 50 um, miles for those of you that are listening. We were out really far, um, and that at one point it was two a.m. And picture this: I am at the helm, so I'm at the uh, at the top of the boat because it has a it has a flybridge. And I can see nothing but black water. I can see stars occasionally as water splashes up. I can see it on my nav lights, the forward and rear. Do you have a telescope? Shall we drink a toast? Telescope. Um, no. Uh, no? Well, why not? <laughs> I've got binoculars, Andrea. Um, Whatever, get a telescope. Then you can see some crazy shit. Whatever. You see, listen, <laughs> when when you're 45 nautical miles off the off the coast and there is zero light pollution, you don't need one. I looked up and I saw all the stars. I like. I beg to differ, sir. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not Hubble, but the, continue I, your story. Thank I you. saw I saw a few billion more stars out there than I do outside of my house in, in, in Greer. I got so far out that I was watching my, watching my depth finder go from 150 feet to 200 feet to 600 feet to 1700 feet to 2000 feet. I was right on the edge of the continental shelf. Couldn't see anything but pitch black stars. And I was able to have an uninterrupted, uninterrupted conversation with God. Who can say they've done that? And that's what I wanted to do. And all I can say to that is, wow, that is absolutely amazing to be able to chase your dream, achieve your dream. And then on a spiritual level, find peace which Derek did. If that's not your thing, that's cool too. I mean, but obviously that's something that he was looking for. So all I can say is simply amazing. And whether I'm on the same path or not, to see somebody actually achieve what they set out to do is probably one of the most uplifting things that you can witness. And everybody here listening can do the same thing. No matter what your goal is, it doesn't have to have a connection with God as the ending. It could be a connection with whatever is inside of you that you want to connect with, but absolutely amazing. So I'd like to thank Derek Todd for being on with us today. And if you did want 
his assistance, or at least to hear what he had to say, definitely reach out. Uh, like I always say, um, follow us everywhere that we can be followed on. Leave us reviews. Uh, Spotify does reviews. Apple reviews. You know, say hi. Leave us questions. That's it. Thanks for listening. And chase your dreams. Have a dream. Don't work. Don't live to work. Work to live. Chase your dreams. And we appreciate you guys tuning in each week and listening to us. We really do. Derek, you want to say anything on the way out? Uh, Just make it happen. Do it. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 